The Trevor J. Brown Show. The Trevor J. Brown Show is meant for an adult audience. An adult audience. The Trevor J. Brown Show may contain explicit language and topics. Explicit language and topics. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Trevor J. Brown Show. Be a part of the show and email us at inherentdream at yahoo.com. And now, your host, you guessed it, Trevor J. Brown. It is the show. It is my show. It is the Trevor J. Brown Show. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to join us in the conversation tonight. You can find us at facebook.com backslash the Trevor J. Brown Show. You can also find us at facebook.com backslash Inherent Dream, our website, inherentdream.com, and our email address. We would love to hear from you, inherentdream at yahoo.com. A big thank you if you listen on Spotify and the Spotify app. A big thank you if you listen on Anchor. A big thank you if you listen on Google and Apple Podcasts as well. I'm going to be honest with you, earlier in the week, I mean, we we are, at this point, winding down the season. We're with you tonight, and then we have three more shows with you for season number one of the Trevor J. Brown Show. And then we go on our summer break, and then we are coming back with you for season number two, which will debut uh, in the fall. I, I don't know if you know this or not, but we don't record this show live. We're not live right now. We're not live. I record some interviews earlier in the week if we have guests on like Tim Lingen or Isaac Jensen or Mark Stone. Other segments I may record the night before. I may record earlier in the week. Well, I had the show for this week done on on Monday night. On Monday night, the show was done. We had the Moron Spotlight segment. I had a double dose of the book club. And we were going to talk a little NBA draft. And then another mass shooting happened in this great land. And I decided to to scrap it. Because I feel it would be stupid to talk about anything else besides the news of the week. And I know there was another mass shooting about a week ago in Buffalo, New York, at a grocery store. And I know you might think, well, Trevor, you didn't talk about that. How come you didn't talk about that one? Isn't that one important? It is important. We shouldn't have these things. We shouldn't have these things happen in this country, but they do. And that's part on me, but I, I feel like in a way we're, we're just becoming so desensitized to, to all of this that it's just common, common, common world things that happen right now that you might go out to the grocery store. You might send your kids to school. You might go to church. And you might not come back home. Your kids might not come back home from Sunday school. They might not come back home from school. You may go to work. You may not come back home. You may go to the grocery store. You may not come back home. You may go to the gas station. You may not come back home. 
You may be driving in your car on a, on a highway in Minnesota. You might not come back home because of road rage. You might go to a playoff game in Milwaukee. There might be a shooting outside. You might not come back home. When is enough enough? April 16, 2007, Virginia Tech shooting, Blacksburg, Virginia. 33 dead, 17 injured. December 14, 2012, Newtown, Connecticut, Sandy Hook Elementary School. 28 dead, 2 injured. May 24th, this week, Uvalde, Texas. We report these numbers now, they could change. As I record this right now, 22 dead, approximately 15 injured. Robb Elementary School. August 1st, 1966, Austin, Texas, 18 killed, 31 injured. That was a a University of Texas Tower shooting. February 14th, 2018, Parkland, Florida, 17 dead, 17 injured, Stoneman Douglas High School. April 20th, 1999, Columbine, Colorado, 15 dead, 21 injured at Columbine High School. May 18th, 2018, Santa Fe, Texas, Santa Fe High School, 10 dead, 14 injured. October 1st, 2015, Roseburg, Oregon, 10 dead, 9 injured, Umpqua Community College shooting. March 21st, 2005, Red Lake, Minnesota, 10 dead, 7 injured, Greencastle, Pennsylvania, July 26th, all the way back in 1764, 11 dead, 1 injured at Enoch Brown School. April 2nd, 2012, Oakland, California, Oikos University shooting, 7 dead, 3 injured. Fullerton, California, July 12th, 1976, California State University, 7 dead, 2 injured. Stockton, California, Stockton Schoolyard shooting, January 17th, 1989, 6 dead, dead, 32 injured. February 14th, 2008, DeKalb, Illinois, Northern Illinois University shooting, 6 dead, 21 injured. November 14th, 2017, Rancho Tehama Reserve, California, 6 dead, 18 injured at the Rancho Tehama Reserve. Santa Monica, California, June 7th, 2013, 6 dead, 4 injured. Nickel Mines, Pennsylvania, October 2nd, 2006, 6 dead, 3 injured at the West Nickel Mines School. December 13th, 1898, all the way back in 1898. Charleston, West Virginia, six dead, one injured during a school exhibition. November 1st, 1991, Iowa City, Iowa, six dead, one injured at the University of Iowa. Craighead County, Arkansas, March 24th, 1998, five dead, 10 injured at Westside Middle School. November 12th, 1966, Mesa, Arizona, five dead, two injured at the Rosemar College of Beauty. May 6, 1940, South Pasadena, California, 5 dead, 2 injured at South Pasadena Junior High School. October 14, 2014, Marysville, Washington, 5 dead, 1 injured at Marysville Pilchuck High School. May 21, 1998, Springfield, Oregon, 4 dead, 23 injured at Thurston High School. May 1, 1992, Olivehurst, California, 4 dead, 10 injured at Lynnhurst High School. Kent, Ohio, May 4, 1970, Four dead, nine injured at Kent State. November 30th. Which, by the way, at Kent State, those uh, were protesters of the Vietnam. 
Armed National Guard soldiers opened fire on unarmed students. Think about that. Teach that in schools. November 30th, 2021, Oxford, Michigan. Four dead, seven injured at Oxford High School. March 26th, 1893, Plain Dealing, Louisiana. Four dead, one injured during an evening school dance at Plain Dealing High School. And October 28th, 2002 in Tucson, Arizona. Four dead at uh, the University of Arizona. How many more? How many more do we have to talk about? I just rattled off 20, 25, 30 shootings at elementary schools, at junior highs, at high schools, at college campuses. You know how many is too many? One. One is too many. And you know what? You know what I'm tired of? I'm tired of talking about mental health. I'm tired of talking about thoughts and prayers. I'm tired of talking about guns. But then when I really think about it, I'm like, are we even talking about it at all? See, me and you are talking about it. We can have a conversation here on the podcast. We can get together at our dining room table and break bread. We can have coffee. We can disagree on certain things. We can find common ground on certain things. But these these people that represent us in Washington, they sure don't want to change anything. How many more people have to die in the United States of America for there to be change? We used to be a country of leading the world on change for the best, for the better. We, we, we led by example. And now we just sit back and it don't matter. Innocent children get slaughtered. It happened back 10 years ago in Newtown, Connecticut. 28 people died. We did nothing then. And now, 10 years later in Uvalde, Texas, 22 people die. That number might go up. As we report right now, 22 have died. Sandy Hook Elementary School. Rob Elementary School. These are elementary schools. How many more have to die? There used to be, when 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 I this wasn't that long ago when I was growing up, and I, I hate to be that person of like, well, back in my day, when I was growing up, I graduated from high school in two thousand and five. For the most part, never once did I think I'd be killed going to school. After Columbine, sure, that changed a little bit. But I, I I, still, I never really thought that that could happen. Back, back 20 years ago, there were, there were safe spaces, safe places. And now that, that, that term has been hijacked by the extreme right to make people on the left seem like pussies. But what I mean by that is back 20 years ago, you could go to church. That was a safe space. You could go to school. That was a safe space. But but even even as I read some of these these 
shootings, some of them happening back 100 years ago or, or more. They happened then, but, but I guess the volume wasn't there. But they're, they're in my mind, like, you could go to church. You could go to school. You could send your kids to school and know that they would be safe. You could go to the grocery store. You could go to work. And you know that, that it would be okay. You should be able to go anywhere in America without being fearful of losing your life. You should be able to go anywhere. But, especially a school and a church or a synagogue or wherever you go and practice your faith and pray. Those should be safe spaces. And they're not. I have plenty more that I want to share. We will be on this topic all evening. This is the Trevor J. Brown Show. This is the Trevor J. Brown Show from Inherent Dream Production Company. Jensen Sales Plus makes buying and selling online easy. From Craigslist to Amazon, eBay to Etsy, they do it all. Check out their website for more information, jensensalesplus.com. That's jensensalesplus.com, JSP, located in Princeton and a proud supporter of the Trevor J. Brown Show. The Trevor J. Brown Show is brought to you by In Good Hands Massage. Be sure to treat yourself to a massage and visit In Good Hands Massage in Malacca. In Good Hands specializes in all types of massage, including deep tissue, relaxation, hot stone, sports massage, and more. Book your appointment today or get your gift cards at facebook.com slash massage by Lindsay. Did you know Inherent Dream Production Company is more than just the Trevor J. Brown Show? Inherent Dream is home to Musical Acts Chairman of the Board, TNV, Trevor J. Brown, and the Food and Song Compilation Series. Albums are available now at inherentdream.bandcamp.com or stream anywhere you get your music. I've been looking for, for certain ways of, of how to convey how I feel with all of this that's going on. And uh, I'll share more with you as the, uh, as the program continues. But one of the most powerful things that I heard was uh, Steve Kerr. And uh, he is the uh, head coach of the Golden State Warriors, which we've, we've heard from, from the dividers on both sides, but, but this person in particular, Laura Ingram on the right, when she tells people like LeBron James to, to shut up and dribble, I, I wonder if she'd have the same passionate plea to, to somebody like Steve Kerr. I don't know, but uh, I, I love what Steve Kerr said. And uh, I just feel the need to uh, share, share it with you in full. Uh, what he said again, uh, Steve Kerr, is the head coach of the Golden State Warriors basketball team. And I encourage you to maybe do a little research on Steve Kerr and find out a little bit more about his story. I I don't have time to get into all of it, but uh, his dad was a diplomat and was assassinated. So this guy has had 
gun violence affect him and his family? Here's what Steve Kerr uh, said uh, back on, I believe, Tuesday evening. I'm not going to talk about basketball. Nothing's uh, happened with our team in the last six hours. We're going to start the same way tonight. Um, any basketball questions uh, don't matter. Um, since we left shoot-around, 14 children were killed 400 miles from here. And a, and a teacher. And in the last 10 days, we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket in Buffalo. We've had Asian churchgoers killed in Southern California. And now we have children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to, to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. There's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on H.R. 8, which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it, to hold on to power. So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. It's what we do every week. So I'm fed up. I've had enough. We're going to play the game tonight. But I want every person here, every person listening to this, to think about your own child or grandchild or mother or father or sister brother. How would you feel if this happened to you today? We can't get numb to this. We can't sit here and just read about it and go, well, let's have a moment of silence. Yeah, go Dubs, you know. Come on, Mavs, let's go. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go play a basketball game. And, and 50 senators in Washington are going to hold us hostage. Do you realize that 90% of Americans, regardless of political party, want background check, universal background check? 90% of us, we are being held hostage by 50 senators in Washington who refuse to even put it to a vote, despite what we, the American people, want. They won't vote on it because they want to hold on to their own power. It's pathetic. I've had enough. So then he gets up and, and walks out, and that's uh, that's the end of the, uh, the presser. He brings up, I mean, everything Steve Kerr says, the way he delivers it, is spot on. I wish I was that elegant in, in my comments on the program tonight. We can talk about mental health all we want. We can talk about gun laws and, and all of that stuff. The thing that just bothers me is whenever things like this happen, then people want to start bickering and people want to start arguing about it. The 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 political the political uh, political nature of this it it shouldn't even be that way. It shouldn't be a political issue. Kids getting gunned down at an elementary school shouldn't be 
a political issue. Churchgoers in Southern California getting gunned down shouldn't be a political issue. People getting gunned down at a grocery store in Buffalo shouldn't be a political issue. So talk all you want about guns. Talk all you want about mental health. How are we going to fix it? This is what we elect people for. I, I mentioned on, on, on Facebook earlier after this happened, and I said it's sad to think about, but um, what, what if our children had the same level of security at schools as these members of Congress? They don't. I get that there's a war going on elsewhere in the world as well, but we we send $30 billion in arms to Ukraine. And yes, Russia shouldn't be there. I know it's a separate issue. But I think we have a, we have a war going on here at home, and the war is happening in front of our eyes, and we're not doing anything about it. We are fighting a war, and you know who the soldiers are? Our children. Our children. Because they keep getting gunned down in schools. And people that go to the grocery store keep getting gunned down. People that go to church and synagogue keep getting gunned down. Do you know that in the last year more children were killed by guns? Than anything else. It was the number one thing that killed children. Not childhood cancers. It used to be car accidents. And now it's guns. So how do we fix that problem? And here's what I encourage. I'm open to whatever. I'm open for discussion. But if you're not interested in coming to the table and having an adult conversation, pull it, putting on your big boy and big girl pants and hearing what people have to say and actually rolling up your sleeves and saying, you know what, we're going to figure this out. We are not leaving this table until we figure it out. I don't know if things, things will change, but I know uh, uh, as we record right now, well, the Senate might take up uh, a debate on some of this stuff, but they're going to go on a memorial recess first. It's not just, and by the way, uh, memorial recess, their little break isn't, uh, isn't just a three-day weekend. They will not be back until the middle of June. So I'm glad to see that they can't um, hold off on their little break or postpone it. That the murder of, uh, of school children in Texas that doesn't convince them enough to stay in Washington and try to get something done God forbid we'd want to ruin Ted Cruz's vacation plans oh can't do that I'm sure Ted Cruz will be at the NRA convention uh, this weekend which by the way no guns allowed at the convention can't bring your gun in at the NRA. That makes a lot of sense. Plenty more to come. Plenty more commentary. I'd love your thoughts. Give me some ideas. What can we do in this country to save children from being gunned down? What can we do to save people who go to worship 
from getting gunned down? What can we do to save people from not getting gunned down when they go to a grocery store and do their shopping? Inherent Dream at Yahoo.com. This is the Trevor J. Brown Show. You're listening to the Trevor J. Brown Show from Inherent Dream Production Company. The Trevor J. Brown Show is brought to you by In Good Hands Massage. Be sure to treat yourself to a massage and visit In Good Hands Massage in Malacca. In Good Hands specializes in all types of massage, including deep tissue, relaxation, hot stone, sports massage, and more. Book your appointment today or get your gift cards at facebook.com slash massage by Lindsay. We are back. This is the Trevor J. Brown Show. I wanted to share with you a uh, post from Pastor Kevin Fox. He is the uh, pastor at my church in Princeton. And uh, he wrote, This is the best response I've seen to the Uvalde massacre from White's Chapel UMC. As we've watched the news reports coming in from Uvalde, Texas, our souls and our hearts just broke again. Today, evil attacked the innocent again. Darkness attacked the light again. And too often these days, we've had to sit and write notes like this. Too often these days, places that are supposed to be safe aren't. Schools and grocery stores and theaters and concerts and synagogues and churches, and we grieve. We grieve for the families who have lost loved ones. We grieve for moms and dads who have lost daughters and sons. We grieve for a community that's been forever changed. And we grieve, I think, for something even bigger. We grieve for the way things used to be. We mourn the loss of that sense of security we once knew. We mourn our loss of innocence. We mourn for our country and for our sin-stained world. And we and we feel so small again. But here, in the midst of such unthinkable tragedy, we must fight. We, as men and women of faith, must fight the numbness and the human tendency to get desensitized to such an onslaught of evil. We must fight the fear. We must fight that feeling of helplessness and powerlessness. We must fight the darkness with the light, doing what we can, whatever we can, to stem the staggering rise of violence and anger and hopelessness that too often gets acted out with unthinkable, tragic consequences. And so, as we grieve with and mourn for our brothers and sisters down south, we lift our hearts in prayer. We pray for all those who have been lost, and we pray for their families. We pray for the students, teachers, workers, and administrators in the Uvalde School District. We pray for all the families affected. We pray for the first responders and for every church that will minister the grace and love and healing of Christ in the wake of this shooting. We pray for that whole community, and we pray for our world we pray, we mourn, we grieve, and we resolve ourselves in channeling our anger, frustration, and fear into productive avenues of God's power and grace, not with empty words, but with thoughtful, compassionate action. 
Are you listening, Washington? He didn't say that. That was my commentary, but I continue. And not just for people and communities like us, but for all people who stand in need of the healing mind, body, and soul that only Jesus provides. Romans 8.26, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. Again, that is a Pastor Kevin Fox from my church in Princeton sharing the words from White's Chapel UMC in wake of the Uvalde Massacre. Plenty more to come. This is the Trevor J. Brown Show. The Trevor J. Brown Show. Jensen Sales Plus makes buying and selling online easy. From Craigslist to Amazon, eBay to Etsy, they do it all. Check out their website for more information, jensensalesplus.com. That's jensensalesplus.com. JSP, located in Princeton and a proud supporter of the Trevor J. Brown Show. This afternoon, I felt compelled to um, write something on my own and uh, share it on uh, on Facebook. And uh, I want to share that with you now. When I was a kid, we met in the neighborhood after school. When I was a kid, we played basketball or football in the streets with our friends. When I was a kid, we met our family each night at the dining room table where we talked about our day. When I was a kid, we were taught about respect. When I was a kid, we were taught about discipline. When I was a kid, we were taught about God and how to love thy neighbor. When I was a kid, I never once feared for my life in going to school. And then Columbine happened. And now as an adult, we sit and twiddle our thumbs and now as an adult, we change our social media status and photo, thinking this will make a difference. And now as an adult, we shout out the proverbial tagline of thoughts and prayers. And now as an adult, we have lost sight of things we knew as kids. The neighborhood, our friends, the family, the dining room table, respect, discipline, and God. And now as an adult, do we realize that we can still have all of those things? You can still have the neighborhood, our friends, the family, the dining room table, respect, discipline, community, safety, God. The devil is pushing hard to destroy the world. But God is great, my friends. As one of my favorite musicians, Sufian Stevens, once sang, even in his heart, the devil has to know the water level. It's on his album and the song, Come On, Feel the Illinois. Even in his heart, the devil has to know the water level. I always wondered what this line meant. I am sure it is open to interpretation. But I interpret the line as such. The devil will try, and the devil will try hard. But when good people come together to do good things, God and love always win. 
I don't have all the answers. I don't. I don't have any answers. But we need to start talking. We need, and also we need to start talking, but not just talk. We need action. We need people in action in Washington to get off their asses, stop taking handouts from these corporations, and let's figure out how children can go to school safely. Let's figure out how how worshipers, regardless of faith, can go and worship their God safely. Let's figure out a way how people can go to the grocery store and not get gunned down. How can we go to the grocery store safely in America? Do we want to live in a country where you have an opportunity to get gunned down going to buy milk and bread? Do we want to live in a country where you could send your fourth, fifth, sixth grader to school and there's an opportunity that they, there's a chance they might not come back home because some lunatic guns them down? Is there some opportunity you may go to synagogue and you might get gunned down and not come home that evening after worship? Do we want to live in that country? The idea of America is that we are better than this. We are better than dead children. We are better than dead shoppers. We are better than than dead churchgoers because we can do anything if we put our mind to it in this country. But my God, we, we got to figure it out. I have to, to uh, leave you on this discussion with a moron spotlight. We have done the moron spotlight ever since I did the old show, another round. We've never missed one here on the Trevor J. Brown show. I want to talk about Paul Goser. He's a Republican from Arizona. These are the type of politicians that I'm talking about. And there's people on both sides, Republicans and Democrats. These are the people that need to be removed from office. These are the people that when you get a chance to vote for them, don't vote for them again. He deleted a disturbing and offensive tweet on Tuesday that falsely claimed the gunman who killed more than 20 people at the Texas school was a transsexual leftist illegal alien. You, you get your talking points from, uh, from good old Tucker Carlson? Did he tell you to tweet that? It's like you you have the, this this checkbox. These these politicians on both sides of the aisle, they it's these extremes. They have these checks checkboxes for the people on the way right. They want to talk about transsexuals, they want to talk about illegal aliens, they want to talk about the socialist agenda. Well, you just you you checkmarked everything. The lawmaker wrote the message in response to a Twitter user who wondered if the shooter was a member of the far right. The kind of trash that reps Marjorie Taylor Greene and Gosar traveled to speak to before deleting their tweet. Gosar uh, then replied, We know already, fool. It's a transsexual leftist illegal alien named Salvatore Ramos. It's apparently your kind of trash. And then the other thing, too, is these people want to regulate social media, but they don't understand how the Internet works. You realize anything that you put online, it can be found the internet is permanent, douchebag. Paul Gosar deleted a tweet containing racist, transphobic, and false claims about the mass shooting. 
The tweet was deleted about two hours after it was published. Um, the Texas State Police identified the gunman as Salvador Ramos, 18. He was killed by responding officers. Um, you know what? Gosar's own family members have called for his expulsion. His brother, Tim Gosar, said last year that he's dangerous, unhinged, and is reckless. Yeah, I mean, this is this is the type of politician that is ruining America. And there are people on the left, too, that are ruining America. These, these extreme people on the left, these extreme people on the right. I had one person uh, say to me, you know what, Trevor, you should think about getting into politics. And I said, you know what, I, I don't want to do that because you're not going to change anything. You're, I, I am convinced that there, there's, there's some game being played in Washington. I don't know what it is. It might, might be a game for rich people. It ain't my type of game. The, the political game, as, as much as I'd like to do a Mr. Smith goes to Washington sort of thing, um, I don't, I don't know what, what much I can do there. So on this podcast, like, look. I'm a sinner. I'll tell you that right now. I use foul language from time to time. We talk about things on this show that aren't necessarily uh, always appropriate. But I also will tell you that I believe in Jesus Christ. And I am a Christian. I don't put a label on it. I'm just a Christian. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sins. And if there is anybody on this world that listens to this podcast and wants to talk about God and talk about Jesus Christ and you're not sure what to believe, let's talk. Come have coffee with me. Come do something like that. Come have dinner. Come have lunch. Come talk about whatever. I'm not, I am not somebody that's going to say, you're going to go to hell if you do this, you're going to do that. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to judge you at all because I will be the first to tell you that I am a sinner. But if there is anybody that I can point in the direction of Christianity and God and Jesus Christ and uh, and that way, that for to me is more meaningful change than anyone in Washington could ever have. So that's my standpoint. I am not perfect. I am not. The, I sin every every hour of every day. But God knows I'm a work in progress. God knows I'm trying. That's where I come from. We're gonna have fun on this program. I swear. I don't listen to to just the christian music i i'm somebody i don't care if you're gay i i don't if you're gay great the whole transsexual thing i don't get it but you know what i'm not going to judge you i'm not if i can do anything though i am going to to every once in a while you might hear me talking about faith and i hope that doesn't startle you but uh, that's that's where I come from with with everything. That's why people should go see that movie Father Stew with Mark Wahlberg. This was just a, a down and out guy, and he ended up becoming becoming a, a, a he became Father Stew, and it just shows you that God works in mysterious ways. God works through people. 
God works not just through perfect people. God works through everybody. We wrap up this uh, edition of the Trevor J. Brown Show next. This is the Trevor J. Brown Show from Inherent Dream Production Company. Did you know Inherent Dream Production Company is more than just the Trevor J. Brown Show? Inherent Dream is home to Musical Acts Chairman of the Board, TNV, Trevor J. Brown, and the Food and Song Compilation Series. Albums are available now at inherentdream.bandcamp.com or stream anywhere you get your music. All right, kind of switching topics. I know we've been very hard-hitting tonight with news about the school shooting, but as we leave the air, I want to tell you about two things. And I apologize for the transition because there's never really an easy transition going from hard-hitting news and hard-hitting opinion to kind of fluff stuff. The first thing that I want to tell you about, in a way talking about community and the neighborhood and helping our neighbors. That'll be the first thing I tell you about. I want to invite you and a friend. If you're not doing anything next Friday, we are doing a fundraiser concert for local food shelves here in the area. And uh, this will be at Freshwaters United Methodist church, which is at 112 7th Avenue North in Princeton. I am going to attempt to sing some songs and uh, help raise money for uh, local food shelves. The show again Friday, next Friday, June 3rd, doors at 6.30. The show begins at 7. And we will have some post-show pizza and soda provided around 8.15, 8.30. The, the seating is extremely limited for this event, so it is a first-come, first-serve. And, and also, we're taking a free will offering at the door. So we're trying to raise money for local food shelves. All the proceeds will be donated to local food shelves. I sort of have this plan. I, I, I want to give half the money, like as a donation, like a check, what have you. And the other half, I'm probably going to take it to the store and actually go shopping. Now, I know the, the actual dollar amount, these food shelves can get more if you just give the cash. And I respect that. That's great. I understand it. But it's kind of fun for me to go to the store and pick out things and then drop them off somewhere too. So I'll probably do kind of a 50-50 thing. So again, bring the cash. We're doing a free will offering, accept it at the door. All the proceeds, we're either donating cash or food to food shelves. The concert's Friday, June 3rd, doors at 6.30, show at 7. And uh, again, it's at Freshwaters uh, United Methodist Church in Princeton. Also... Uh, that evening, uh, we'll be celebrating the release of the new album from Chairman of the Board called This Is Our Flag. We will have copies available for purchase after the show. So uh, those are $15. And a reminder that that album actually comes out next Friday as well. We'll have physical copies at the show. If you can't make it to the show, feel free to uh, email us, inherentdream at yahoo.com. We can uh, work out... Uh, uh, a way to get you a copy we have venmo we have paypal we can take a check we can meet you somewhere if you want if you're in the area otherwise if if you're fine with a digital copy of the new album that is uh, available will be available next friday at inherentdream.bandcamp.com that is ten dollars for the digital copy and then if you just like streaming your music anywhere where you can stream music throughout the whole world the album will be there so 
All right, that's uh, that's everything. I'm I I don't think that I've been this fired up on the podcast probably since we started the Trevor J. Brown show. I don't I don't always toot my own horn, but I think this turned out to be a pretty damn good show. I encourage you. We only have three shows left. We have next Friday, and then uh, we have we have two after that. So three shows left. Please tell your friends. Tell your friends about the show. They can listen on Anchor. They can listen on Spotify. They can listen on Google. They can listen on Apple. Tell your friends. We definitely appreciate it, and we love to hear from you. We get emails from time to time. Inherent Dream at Yahoo.com. We have a bonus content segment, which airs on Spotify, on the Spotify app. It is available on the Spotify app only because we play music on the Saturday show. Sometimes we talk about our favorite music of the year so far. Sometimes we play Minnesota music. But one of the things we're mainly doing is uh, we're building a playlist. And you can follow along with it on Spotify. Just search for The 1000 Songs by The Trevor J. Brown Show. These are the songs, in our opinion, the greatest of all time, but also our favorite songs as well. Tomorrow on the playlist, we are adding music from Bill Withers, The Drifters, and Glenn Campbell. So get the Spotify app. You not only can listen to us there, but you can listen to bonus content Saturday there as well. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great weekend. This has been the Trevor J. Brown Show. The opinions expressed on this show do not express the views of staff, management, or sponsors of Inherent Dream Production Company or streaming services where the show may be heard. The Trevor J. Brown Show is produced by Inherent Dream Production Company.